Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Are you going on date after date and still not finding the one or getting a text back? Well, you're probably doing something wrong. And I am here to tell you exactly what that is. I'm Lindsay Metzler and I host We Met at Acme. It's a dating podcast that gives you all the rules and guidelines that you need to date successfully. Hey, it worked for me and now I'm married. So you really should give it a listen if you haven't already. And you can also hear the horrors of dating. Everything that you want to hear is in We Met at Acme. So check it out. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick Brown, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. <laughs> New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Okay, we're live. We're forever changed. I'm slightly unwell. I look unwell. You look phenomenal. Uh Oh, (laughs) you're just being sweet. Yeah, nice sick headset. To I'm wearing this. I'm play video games. I'm wearing a headset because I don't even have the energy to hold up a microphone, and I also want to refer to the set list so that I don't forget anything. If you don't have the energy to hold up a microphone, how is Taylor Swift after three and a half hours gonna have the energy to do this? What like five days in a row? Can we talk about that? Because I, from the first beat, she's hitting dance moves. She's obviously singing live vocals her voice sounds unreal she's remembering what songs come next where to stand where to go she's doing all the choreography she's going up and down how long is that stage like that, she was and she's in heels she's in heels if your dogs are barking down there i'm sure i'm <laughs> okay. sure hers are <laughs> max always called my feet dogs can we not do that right. especially uh, on the pod. That, that was my first reaction after that show was like i need to know t swift's training routine nutrition routine does she have like a sleep coach because like from an athlete mentality like she is going she is grinding and like she has the the vibe of just like she shows up and she's like playing songs for her best friends and yay but like no that three and a half hours like she can't be just going home just like eating whatever doing whatever she she had to have like trained for this tour 
right? I mean, I would assume so, but this is why Taylor is so enticing is like, there's just, we know so much. Like we know the details of the little things from her relationships and friendships and just life from her songs. But then like, we don't know this, you know? And that's what makes her almost seem like magical. Maybe that's the next evolution of the documentary. Like they were filming stuff last night. You think like that, that would be crazy. Wait, yeah. I'm so excited. I was seeing that there were people on stage with like real ass cameras, like on the stage with her. Like it looked like they, another thing they had to go around through that. Like, you know what? I bet Taylor's too busy to do that staging. I bet they have like someone in choreography or who knows where Taylor's going. And then they go out there and pretend to be Taylor. And then the guys with the cameras learn where they're supposed to go and when, but they were up on like the moving middle of the stage. Okay. That was the other thing I had obviously seen a good amount of stuff from like TikTok throughout just everyone going to eras and, LA being the last stop in the United States. But I didn't watch like everything because I wanted to be surprised. And there were so many surprising elements. Like I knew that there was something in the center of the stage that went, <laughs> I just had a list because I'm literally like so delirious right now. But there was something in the center of the stage that she comes up on for Max, stop staring at my face. You guys, Max is like just looking at my face because I look I've so never ugly heard, right now. No, no, I've never heard you admit to the lisp. That's funny. Is this, is <laughs> what that do the, you mean? Admit is that the to first it. time the lisp has come out on the pod? Admit to it. What do you mean? Like, does this that is happen? a big moment. <laughs> Are you talking about T Swift loyalists? The, does that happen the, often? The, the Vic B loyalists right now, you guys just witnessed the first list well, on the pod. You guys, I used to have a list. <laughs> it sounded just like this. There's nothing wrong with having a lisp. I was grateful to go to speech therapy and correct my lisp. But if I let my tongue go to its natural habit, which sometimes <laughs> it happens when I'm tired. Oh my gosh. You got to bring that back. There's no, going to be a full list pod. I'm not going to bring that back. A full list pod. We need that. Unless people think it's asmr -y. Okay, what was I saying? Oh, I knew that she was going to be elevated in the middle of the stage for Miss Americana. And I had seen that that was like a block. I had no idea that it was actually this long ass triangle through the diamond that split even further. Speaking of that, can we talk about nobody, no crime with Haim? Because that, I don't even have video of that because I was just fucking like staring and singing the whole time. Before when Haim was presenting, Vic turned over to me and goes, if they play Nobody No Crime with Haim live, I'm going to lose my shit. No, and literally, because I've seen that that's been happening. And I was like, I can like, that is one of my favorite songs. That's another thing is I was super, she, she doesn't have that much time. And actually something that I didn't realize is a lot of these songs were shortened versions. So she'd give you the first verse, she'd give you a chorus, and then she'd go like right into the bridge. And then like maybe the chorus and then it would be over. So some songs she did that, other songs she sang the whole way through. But like No Body, No Crime, she sang the whole way through. The One, she sang the whole way through. The Last Great American Dynasty, she sang the whole way through. And that's a song that I would maybe think like, I don't even know if that would, I would assume she'd make make the set list. I didn't know it was like, like Exile is more commonly loved than Last Great American Dynasty for the general public. For me, I prefer Last Great American Dynasty. Let's set the record straight. I lit Oh, you know, it was so funny. I think that that song goes so hard and I love it. Wait, I honestly, I'm starting to cry right now. I'm literally starting to cry. I'm 
fucking crazy, but I, I'm go. literally starting to cry thinking of when she hit the bridge on that. Our whole section was just like standing because it's like, Rebecca wrote up. Like it's a sway song. And yeah. then she goes, they say she was, and I was like, they say, and I was jumping up and down. People looked at me like, is something happening? We're not hearing because this does not go that hard. You guys, I'm literally crying. <laughs> Max doesn't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know the nuances. I just was like impressed. She goes from reputation where she's got like, you know, the sexy energy, like the vibes. the red snake vibes to the song you just said right there of Last Great American Dynasty. Everyone's in like olden days dresses and it's like yeah. very like mellow and like, like you said, sway. Like, is there another artist that can go from those two extremes in a matter of five minutes. She's so dynamic. She literally crosses genres like country, pop, folk. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it, it's unreal. What else was I going to say? How speaking of me crying right now and being like kind of cuckoo, when you were surrounded by everyone last night, taking in like the 70,000 people in costumes that they've custom made. Just you kept saying how nice everyone was. Yeah, everyone was so nice. I never like even like the security guards walking into the stadium. And I've been to a few football games there, but like an entirely different vibe. Everyone was like, it was the nicest, probably the nicest I've ever seen the city of Los Angeles uh, in general. <laughs> Except for that one guy on the phone. That was bad vibes, but I, we don't claim him. That, yeah, there was a guy that like lost his daughter, but who knows? Maybe he had a little shenanigan teenage daughter that was going crazy. We don't, he was he was losing it. We don't but claim I, him. But also like, Everyone just happens to know these unwritten chants that are just like, okay, if you're on social media, then you just know it. And it's like a majority of the people know it. And then the wristband thing, like everyone does the wristband thing. Like you mean the friendship bracelets? Yeah. No one's like saying, Hey, everyone, if you go to the, if you go to the concert, you like have to do this, but everyone just like does it. And you get one too, which can we talk about that kind of fan base? Like what other artist has people dress as them? throughout the years and then brings these bracelets to interact with each other. Like that just doesn't happen. Like literally even prior Taylor concerts, people wore costumes and they went hard, but like eras has been different. It's like all about, I mean, it's a whole experience. Like, okay. How did you feel when like you looked at me 10 seconds in and I was actually sobbing? I was not surprised at all. I, <laughs> I know, I know this program. I've been, learning the songs for the past three years but no it's cool i was telling vic it's cool being part of something like even though i'm not like i guess now i'm an honorary swifty it's cool watching someone who's obsessed with something like observe that yeah and, like be part of that speaking of if you are a swifty or not i think that this was the moment that i i deem you one and it's whether you even want to be this is just beyond swifty knowledge i had bracelets y'all that said T-S-X-R-P. So we're manifesting Taylor Swift for real pod. Those are out in the universe. If you have one, you know, say a prayer with it. And then I had another one that said I-H-A-M-T-R-E, which was an acronym. And in the car, I pause this if you really want to test your Swifty knowledge and just think about that acronym. Okay. But then I told Max, I gave him a hint. I said, the M is marvelous. And from that hint, he says, and Vic's like, how'd you know that? How'd you know that? I'm like, roll the footage. Vic's been saying this every night, like roaming the kitchen. Like, you guys, that to me, you're a Swifty. Like you are. Like that was insane. And you know what? It's a it's a beautiful, you should be proud. You should I'll be take proud. it. Yeah. 
Okay, going to take a quick break from the recap to tell you about one of my favorite sponsors and actually what I chugged last night, the second Max and I got home from the tour. And it is Element. We love Element. Literally got home. I was like feeling so dehydrated. I definitely needed electrolytes. And that is why I went to Element. I did my raspberry flavor. It's my favorite. We filled up a big mason jar with straws and we shared it. And it was unreal. And I feel like it has just helped revive me as much as it could this morning. And you have to trust me. I love Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs. And it is perfectly suited to anyone, no matter what your dietary needs are. And electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. An element, this is why I personally love it and take it, can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and any other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. Trust me, I've gotten all my friends on element. This stuff is amazing. Head to drinkelement.com slash realpod. They're offering RealPod listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. So that's eight single serving packets for free. You can try all the eight flavors at drinklmnt.com slash realpod. That's drinkelement.com slash realpod. Excited to talk about a new sponsor of RealPod today, Quince. Quince is the spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. These are high quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and Italian leather bags and 14-karat gold jewelry from $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. That's so important. I've been just realizing the more that I work on style and as I get older, like investing in a high quality clothing is great because then it can last you longer. And the fact that Quince has figured out how to do this at an affordable price point is amazing. I have Quince's cropped halter ribbed knit tank. It is adorable. You know, those ribbed tanks that like cross around your neck. I know you know the one I'm talking about. It is so freaking cute. I have it in black, but they also have a gray and they have a white and it is only $34 dollars and 90 cents and traditional retail sells this for $60. So upgrade your closet this summer with Quince right now. Go to quince.com slash real pod to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Amazing on your next order. That's quince Q U I N C E.com slash real pod for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash real pod. This episode is sponsored by Bite Toothpaste, which I love, Max loves. It makes brushing our teeth so seamless and easy. Forget about having that yucky toothpaste blob sitting in your sink that you have to clean. You know, usually it's blue and it just hardens. Yeah, we just want want to avoid that whole thing. I love Bite because the Bite Toothpaste bits are so convenient. You just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, and start brushing. It will turn to paste just like you're used to but with none of the messiness and also no plastic tube. Bite makes plastic-free alternatives for everything on your bathroom sink, from toothpaste, mouthwash, toothbrushes, and deodorant, so you can cut out harsh chemicals and plastic waste without compromise. Bite is offering RealPod listeners 20% off your first order. Just go to trybite, 
com slash realpod or use code realpod at checkout to claim this deal. That's trybite, T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash realpod for 20% off your first order. Also, don't forget that Bite's sleek glass bottles and jars look amazing on your vanity and elevate your shelfy game. There's no hiding any tubes or different colored bottles. Bite also comes in refillable glass jars and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're even better for the earth. We love that. Once again, head to trybite, T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash real pod to get 20% off your first order today. Okay. Also, Marjorie, that's the song in the lyric video that you Remember, I was like, I should have asked you questions. And you said, I should have asked you consent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is very important. What is it again? The I, lyric was, asked. I should have asked you questions. I should have asked you how to be. So Marjorie was her grandmother who is not with oh, us yeah. anymore. Yeah. And this bridge just hits me because like, I think of Yaya. Like, I think of anyone in my life who I love that, like, you know, will probably not be there for your whole life. I'm going to cry again. And it goes, the autumn chills that wake me up. You love the... She goes... Long limbs and frozen swims, you'd always go past where our feet could touch because she was so small. And I complained the whole way there, the car ride back and up the stairs. I should have asked you questions. I should have asked you how to be. Like when you just remember when you were young and you took for granted the time that you had with people. I'm crying again. And she's like, she's like, I complained the whole way there, but she's like, I should have asked you questions. I should have asked you how to be. Oh my God, I'm so unwell. I'm so unwell. She's losing it, people. And then the fact that I get to see that again tonight, I'm gonna, no one talk to me, no one look at me. I'm just singing that song. That was one that she didn't sing the whole way through. She went first, first, right into the bridge. So I wasn't ready. She was like, it's like it's a niche, so- a niche song to like really love. No, everyone loves it. She goes, you're alive in my head. I'm like ready for the second verse, you guys. And she goes, the, uh, and I was like, oh my God, I'm not ready for this right now. Like I thought I had another verse of built up. It's amazing. So were, were those two your favorite songs? I if mean, you had to do a top three, no, a top three. This is Sophie's choice. I cannot give my top anything, my top albums. I could give you my top four albums that I chose for my Spotify eras, but I couldn't. Can you give thing. me a top three underrated songs for that night? Like everyone's going to like. But that's the thing is like sh- her fans are so dedicated. Like people that are listening right now are probably like either one being like they agree with me because these are songs that they know and love or they're like, are you kidding me? No, there's even more niche songs that I love more. So I can't choose. But I will say this is, you bring up a good point. And I think this is important to talk about. I've been thinking a lot about this just as I've like posted a million types of videos and I've been crying throughout this podcast is like, why do I love her so much? Right? Like I've just been posting and thinking there's got to be people who like don't care about Taylor Swift, which shocks me. And they're like, why does this girl care so much? Why does she care so much? Like, because I just believe that there are feelings to be felt beyond what the human language can communicate. I think music and melody and just sound like it's like it's one of the senses. It's like how a smell makes you feel something in your heart. Like you remember it like your ears. That's a sense like when you hear something and music to me, just like it makes me feel something. And Taylor is the only artist my whole life who's like constantly been releasing music where I just relate to like every song and like it's just crazy I mean when she released Lever we had been together for three summers and she goes I've loved you three summers now honey are you kidding like we are so in sync when she released Reputation I felt like 
I was at a place in life where no one liked me. Like I would felt so isolated. I felt so alone. I was depressed in college. And the whole song was like, my guys will crumble overnight. They took the crown. Like that was me. And even from my standpoint, like I didn't even really get the whole Taylor Swift buzz until I started dating you. But like her songs in the mid 2000s, you can sense like teenage love and like the first boyfriend energy. Totally. And so I can see how like that plays that was with a, you too. That was another crazy thing was like when she was playing Fearless and singing You Belong With Me, I would just sit and watch that music video in my room. Like just so I, I was so sappy for that love story. And then to be there with my husband and like my guy and like to be like leaning on you and holding your hand while she's singing these songs. I'm going to cry again. Like I, I just, wait, I'm at a three cry count right now. I literally couldn't even handle it. Like I couldn't even handle it. Like does does any other artist, like I'm not musically inclined. So people give me a break with this, but does any other artist like literally take people with them along their own journey of life and then make music on that, that then other people relate to like, that's, it's honestly how like social media influencing works, you know, like you post about your life and then people relate to that. That's why they liked you. And then you kind of find your niche and gravitate from there. Taylor Swift's done it with her music. She has, and I will go on record with this. She was the original singer songwriter when it comes to this. And she made it mainstream to which all of her fans were like, we love that she writes these songs. We love that she's speaking to us through her songs because when we were younger, you know, people would just get a pop hit. Like, Max Martin, some big songwriter would write a song and give it to a pop star and they would sing it and they would be like, his hands on me in the club. He walks away. Like there was no fucking depth to it. And Taylor, that's why Speak Now, babe, the album that just re-came out, Speak Now TV, is a completely artist written album. Every single song, when you go into song credits, it says written by Taylor Swift. She's not helped by anyone. The entire album that was like a global sensation is unheard of. But we look at and like no hate to Ariana Grande, but like in seven rings, she says like, write my own checks. I got write what I sing. Okay. Go to the song credits. There's like five or eight people listed that wrote that song with her, but people love the idea of thinking that their artist has written a song for them. And so like, I just feel like I see a lot of artists nowadays be like, yeah, when I was writing this song and then you go look at song credits, it's like six people wrote it or they wrote it and then passed to someone who passed to someone who passed to someone or they changed a lyric. Like Taylor is so talented. Like she writes all of her songs. She writes the music. She was up there for the surprise songs with a guitar. She's playing guitar. There's not even like background added sound vocalists. Nothing's being added. 70,000 people, her and then a guitar. And then she puts it down. And she goes to the piano and she plays the piano and she sings. And and you're right. Like add that to like, then she's dancing and she's being sexy and then she's being wholesome. And then she's being like, she's giving you folklore and then she's giving you rep. I mean, I'll stop now. She but. does it all. <laughs> no, seriously. That's, that's crazy. But did she always have that from the jump or did she evolve with some of those strengths? Like from, from the jump, was she always guitar, piano, the sexy vibe, wholesome music, like everything. From the jump, she has always been a singer-songwriter. And that's the music term, babe. That just means you write your songs and you sing your yeah. songs. And that's honestly, a lot of people will say back in the day, her voice has made great improvements and strides. And I think her voice is amazing. Like literally, I get when maybe people back, back, back in the day with the OG Taylor Swift or Fearless album, 
her songwriting was really a lot of her strength. And I remember people would be like, she wrote, I forget what song. I think it was White Horse. I'm blinking. She wrote a song with this other woman on Fearless. And there was an article that came out like so many years ago. And people were like, what's the secret to like writing this hit song? And she was like, I wrote it with Taylor. She's like, there's no secret other than Taylor wrote the song. And I was like barely there to help guide her with a few things because she was like 16 and I was more mature and I could just help her a little bit. But she has always been that. But her voice, people used to shit on her for her voice. That's why in me and she's like, and I can't sing, but all you are uh, is mean. Like, wait, we didn't hear mean. Oh my God, I wish we heard mean. Damn it. Could it come back tonight? Yeah. Little two guest songs? It would need to be a surprise song. That's the thing. She has so many good songs that she can't, you know, she can't get to them all. But her voice is so good now. Like, I mean, I, I just, you can't hate on her voice. Like, I mean, she, the range, that's another thing with folklore. Cardigan under someone's bed. Like, she sings so low and we hadn't heard that from her before. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot. I'm very excited. This is not my platform to talk to you, Swift. <laughs> so keep, uh, okay. keep going. Let's keep looking through. You hit the chant on Delicate. I was so proud of you. One, two, three, let's go, bitch. I, I missed the double clap, though. The double clap was sick. Yeah, that was sick. That was... A lot of people hit that. Like, I can see how that organically came about because it sounds cool and the whole arena is doing it. The one, two, three, bitch thing, like, I don't really know where that's coming from. But. I w but Taylor was asking for it. Like, that was so funny when she was on stage and she was like, you can make me a drink. I think she, like, went to her ear. And she like, listen, because she knows we yell it. She likes that. I was so focused on watching you, so I didn't mess it up. But I <laughs> Speaking of the You Belong With Me to clap, and I just wonder if anyone else thinks of this, but on the original Fearless, actually, I don't want to call it the original, on the Fearless that Taylor no longer owns, she goes, when I know you're about to cry, I know you're, there's like a big breath. And Aubrey and I used to make such a thing out of that growing up. It was so fun. We'd be like, when I know you're about to cry, I know your favorites. And if you go listen, you can hear the breath. And so when the Taylor's version Fearless came out, I was listening to it and I was like, please give us the breath, give us the breath. And there's no breath. Probably because obviously like now she has so much more breath control, like that she doesn't need to be like, and I know you're about to cry. Uh, and I know your favorite songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyways, that's just like a fun fact. Okay. If you had to say what was your favorite era that you saw last night? I can't answer these questions because of loyalty uh, reasons, but you can. What was the, I mean, rhyme me them again? <laughs> Tor towards just the give me colors and like, remember what she Towards was the end when they started like riding the bikes out. Oh, 1989. That was, that was dope. You know why I think you probably loved that the most? Because there were so many mainstream hits on that one. Blank Space, Shake It Off. Wildest Dreams, Bad Blood. You yeah, were vibing yeah, to Bad yeah. Blood. I mean, those are all... Max was like, hey, now we got problems. Well, that's all. Like that's all. <laughs> all of them are bangers. And I'm sure people are listening to this. They're all bangers. But all those are mainstream bangers. And they all came out early on in college for me. Yeah. So those are like party songs too. And the whole vibe was great. And that backup dancer who was my guy. Yes. Wait, someone, guy, sent, someone sent me his name. He crushed it. I didn't. I, this is one of those things that because I wasn't stalking everything beforehand, I, I had a lot of surprises. Okay, people are messaging. His name is Cam. I think it's Cam Saunders. That dude. He was amazing. That dude was vibing. That dude had the time of his life. He wasn't. He was a backup dancer for sure, but he was having the time <laughs> no, of his life. No, he was. He was more than that. He was like a slightly less than forward dancer, like or slightly above backup dancer because he was yeah. so good. But he, I love that she gave him two moments. She goes are never getting back together. And then she hands him the mic and he goes, like, ever. And then on another part of Bejeweled in the Midnight's era, 
she has this part of the song that goes, duh, 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 duh. it's like the jewel star. And then she goes, nice. Nah, 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 nice. And during one of the things, she had him do like a freestyle dance. And then they go, nice to like his he, dancing. He crushed it. I love yeah. that. I love that she does that because it's like, she's obviously so serious, takes everything so seriously. She's like, this has to happen here, this, this. She's very visual and particular and she knows exactly what she's doing. But then she'll be like fun and be like, Cam, why don't you hit a freestyle on this? And then we'll all say nice. You know, I love that. Like, I love when I see Taylor, like let go of control a little bit. Totally. Because like I relate to being so controlling. And so I love when she like, oh my God. She stopped the song in that too. Like in the nice thing when he did his breakdown dance, he, she, she said something like, Look at him or something like that. Really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love when she has fun. Speaking of that, Haim was singing on Nobody No Crime, the second verse. They they sang, which usually they don't because in the real song, it's just Taylor. But she let them sing verses and like, I think part of the bridge, which was really cool. You loved them up too. It was their hometown, hometown show. This episode is also sponsored by Vionic. I love Vionic. I post about them all the time on Instagram. I'm so grateful they sponsored the podcast. Vionic is the best because not only do they make such cute shoes in all the different categories, boots, heels, slippers, sneakers, you name it, but all of Vionic's shoes are made with their exclusive Viomotion technology, which is what truly sets them apart. Bionic began by revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day. Bionic even offers a 30-day risk-free trial, so wear them, love them, or return for a full refund within 30 days if you're not satisfied for any reason. I mean, that's amazing, so there's no reason not to try. If you're looking for amazing arch support for your feet, which I always am, check it out. I have the Miles 2 sneaker in white. It is so cute. It goes with everything www.vionicshoes.com. Use code REALPOD, all caps, no spaces at checkout for free shipping on your first order. You're going to love it. Your feet are going to thank you. And if you're listening to this before August 15th, use code REALPOD15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That's REALPOD15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.vionicshoes.com. Hurry, hurry, because after the 15th and for the rest of the month of August, you still get something awesome. You get free shipping if you use code REALPOD at checkout. www.vionicshoes.com, REALPOD at checkout for free shipping. If you're going to be traveling and looking for a great place to stay, look no further than Weston. Weston hotels make it possible for you to keep up with your wellness routine while traveling. They have signature offers like a variety of fitness options. So if you're trying to keep working out on the road, you can get that in. I know for me, I've got a really good physical fitness routine in person at home right now. But when I go on the road, that's often where I'm not moving my body as much as I would like to or that my body would like to be moving. So just knowing that at Weston. They have so many different fitness options to help you no matter what your wellness routine is, is amazing. And they have state-of-the-art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. They also have three and five mile scenic running maps, making it easy for you to find the best route to explore on foot. I always need to go out for fresh air on a walk, no matter what hotel or where I'm staying, just to get out of the room and like out of whatever I'm doing on the trip. So I would for sure be getting this run map if I was staying at Weston, but I would run it. I'd probably walk it. Let's be real. But still, the map would be clutch, not to mention customize your workout while on the go with the Hyperice and Bala products to borrow during your stay. I mean, Hyperice, wow. The former athlete in me is like big Hyperice fan. Find wellness on your next stay at Weston because at Weston Hotels, there's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well and sleep well 
so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Weston. The surprise songs, I Can See You, the live debut, that was really iconic. I was trying to explain to Max what it was. I have to be honest, my lyrics were being tested on that because I'm not up to speed on all the new vault songs from Speak Now. Please don't be mad at me for that. But I knew the whole chorus. I can see you. It was so good. And I think the most iconic thing about that was just like that we were watching it live for the first time. Like that was the first time she ever sang it, babe. So you were part of history. And then Maroon on the piano is just like chef's kiss. That is Maroon's from the Midnight's album. I will say back to your 1989 thing just because we're analyzing eras, a lot of Swifties in the beginning, they were like, why are you playing? We are never getting back together. Why are you playing Bad Blood? Like we want, they want this, like the songs that they've fallen in love with of recent years. But the other Swifties argument will be like, because those songs bring in the Max Browns of the world. They bring in the, the people in the concession stands. They bring in the security guards who are singing along. Like those are the songs that like just bring in more people because if she kept playing the Marjories and the, you know, you would feel like what's going on. I mean, not only did they bring in more people, but with the concert being called Eras, like I forgot about that whole album. That album, all those okay, songs speak, are playing speak out. Speak like, for yourself. Okay, sorry. Yeah, true. <laughs> I speak for the very small portion, but all those songs were mainstays in the college years of 2015 to 2018, and then now she's cranked out what five new albums. So you, for me, you like you like forget like oh yeah, Taylor Swift had that whole era. So like, let's tap into it. Yeah. It was iconic. I mean, Bad Blood goes so hard, like goes so hard. Then she ended with Midnight's and Midnight's being the most recent album, which is why she ended it with it, babe. Antihero was amazing. I, I love that song. Karma kind of slaps. Okay, babe, we can't jump to Karma. That's the very last song of the Sorry. night. <laughs> did you like Karma? The whole audience did. That thing. That thing's vibey. Yeah, that's why she ends with it. It's such a, I love that she has everyone in those jackets. Okay, wait, we have to slowly get there. So, Opens with Lavender Hayes, which is amazing. Meet me at midnight, which is the perfect opening for the Midnight's set. And then Antihero, I loved that she was alone on stage for this. I loved it. You noticed there was no dancers. The backup singers were back on their stand. And Taylor was just running around by herself. And there was a big giant Taylor on the screen. Remember that visual? No, but I can see what you're trying to put down of she wanted, she's the, the anti-hero. You don't remember when they showed a giant Taylor walking through a city? Oh yeah, that was the coolest video visual of the night. Thank you. I, I can't believe you just said you didn't remember. But I, I didn't. I didn't get like the how, like what I was saying. Yeah. So that's because they say it's like stomping on New York City. Yeah, because of like, music, it's like music doesn't video. The, it doesn't the lyric go like I feel like a monster and then Taylor's it like does. stomping in the city. It yeah. does. I got that. I got you. So I love that. I will say, Antihero is also one of my like spirit songs. I have things I call spirit songs where like they just hit me different. And even though it's such a mainstream radio hit, to me. It is like, gosh, I just feel so seen with that song. Like when the Midnight's album came out, usually you're supposed to like listen in order and you listen to each song once all the way through. I listened to Andy Hero probably six times in a row before I moved forward because I just loved it that much. So seeing it live was amazing. And then the Midnight Rain was sick with the umbrellas and they brought out the clouds. Yeah. I don't even know what those clouds are made of that they weren't tipping over and falling into the audience. She did a great job of... Also, we are privileged to say this because we were in very good seats. We were closer up, at least from where I was. But maybe tonight I'll see when I'm far, much farther away. I thought the way that she had the dancers with her and she had the stage moving, like, and then the visuals on the screen, all of it, like, made everything seem bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also SoFi Stadium has, like, that 
wrap around at the top. I feel like my neck hurts from like looking up at that as well to like see her face up close. But I just thought that like ev- the choreography and everything was like so well done. And it was the perfect mix of like she she had the upbeat songs and then she would go into the slower songs and then she'd come back upbeat and then she'd bring the dancers out and then they'd go away and then she'd bring out props and then they'd go away. Like, and then she had enough outfit changes that it was like amazing. So many outfit changes. Even when like she- Give me the behind the scenes footage of that. There must be some person just scrambling. Speaking of that, I would watch her like when we, when they, when they would like pull her back in and then it would be dark or like when it was dark and you could kind of see things. As much as it seems like she's having the time of her life, which I don't doubt is 100% true, as soon as, like, that thing goes down enough, she's out. Like, did you see that? No, but... Even, like, when they, when I would see her, like, go backstage for something, or when, when you know, she'd, like, sexily walk off after a song, and then the minute she's, like, past the thing, bam, like, she's turning left or she's going somewhere. I feel like also I just have the context of, like, videos because there have been times where, like, something has happened and she's been late to a change and she, like, is, like, running... Oh, one time, this is really funny. I think it was, I forget what song it was, but that thingy was supposed to go down on the floor and it like wouldn't. And she gave it a stomp stomp and it didn't go down. And she was like, I don't have time. So she just ran up the entire thing. All of her dancers are not used to her coming that way. So she just like, I'll have to show you this video. She was just running and she like, and then she like got to the front and she like had to cut in front of someone and go because like she has to hit her thing. Like the show is running. That's wild. I want to see that video. I will. It was so funny. Taylor commented on it too. Because it goes that like the whole three and a half hours goes without a hiccup, at least for my amateur. Ours went without a hiccup, although some of them don't and and they call it the errors tour. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. I'll show you that video. It was so funny. And I'm forgetting Taylor's comment. It was something like, not she's a runner, she's a track star, but Taylor comments something witty. It was hilarious. I love when she gets on TikTok and goes a little like, she lets loose a little. Vigilante shit. Sorry, we need to spend like the last seconds on this. The chair number, was that not the sexiest thing you've ever seen? Like I thought you were going to die. Yeah, that was that was the most, that was like R-rated T-Swift. Totally, totally. She's always hanging out at PG-13. That was R-rated T-Swift. I will say that like has so inspired me. That's why I did my costume the way I did it. Like I just feel like when I think about my sexy journey, Speak it, Taylor is always inspiring me. Like, this is what I mean. Like, I've been wanting to be more sexy, and Eras is like her officially going like sexy. Like, we haven't seen this from her at all. Like, I just can't even imagine the people on the night one opening in Arizona seeing that number because they've never seen anything like that from Taylor before. Had to be like just shook. Yeah. I mean, she was like getting after it. Like, she was getting mm-hmm. after it, and she looked amazing doing it. Bejeweled was so fun. We talked about the fun dance number in that. And then Mastermind is such a banger. I haven't explained this to you, but I should because this would be so funny. Mastermind is, what if I told you none of it was accidental and the first time that you saw me, I knew I wanted your body. Like, it's basically like, checkmate, I couldn't lose. Like, it's like how she saw you, she wanted you, she got you. And you think, you think that it was accidental, but it wasn't. This is like when I told you I was watching OJ and I wasn't. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm a mastermind. Me. Get out of here with that checkmate. I did, babe. And honestly, I made a viral TikTok about this. I don't even think you know, but I use the song Mastermind. What if I told you none of it was accidental? And I literally wrote like one time when I liked this guy, I Snapchatted him telling him I was watching the show he was watching, even though he wasn't watching it. So he invited me over to watch the fourth episode. And like literally, and now it has so many likes. I'll send it to you. Okay. And then she ended with karma. I love that everyone had those match, not matching, but like mul- different color matching jackets on I had seen a little bit of that on Instagram and then I love she is so wholesome like 
She thinks, she says, everyone give it up for my dancers. She says, give it up for my band. Give it up for tech. I mean. Give it up for the concessions. Yes. Give it up for Larry at security. What? No, she did not thank the concessions. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, um, that was dope. Yeah. Larry at security. I mean. And they all got $100,000 tips. Allegedly, we know that the, all the truck drivers got $100,000 tips, and we know that she tipped everyone, dancers included, and backup singers up to $55 million in tips. And I was doing the math. Yeah, that, that, that math doesn't add up. It's a lot of bodies that need hundred grand tips to get to $55 million. Tell me if I'm doing my math correctly, but isn't 10 people a million? Yeah. How many trucks does she have? Well, probably a lot of trucks, that whole set and everything, and the lights and her costumes and her, her whole team, like everything probably. Yeah, Wait, who knows? But let's do this math. I'm so bad at math. So 10 people at 100,000 is a million dollars. So you're telling me that they're, yeah, I would imagine there's 55 people who are getting tipped. It's double that. It's 10 times 55. Why? 55 million. <laughs> 10 people getting $100,000 is a million. Okay, I'm you need there. To, so then you need to multiply that by 55. 55 times 10. Wait, why is it times 10? Am I the? No. Wait, I'm no, it's me. I'm so bad at math. 550 people each okay. getting... 55 million is 550 people getting 100 grand. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. So then we don't know how much she tipped everyone else, but we know she tipped up to 55 Wait, million. No, 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 I'm the doofus. Wait, why is math so hard? <laughs> no, babe, that's 5,500. That's 5,500. I think I'm right. No, you're not. I'm, Wait, I'm underselling. Type in 55 million and divide it by 100,000. Do that. 550 people. So that's bad. I, Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> My math. <laughs> it's okay. I'm We're, sorry. We went to Taylor last night. Wait, so then it's possible she gave everyone $100,000 because that would mean that there are 500 people. That, that... There's no way she has 550 truck drivers is all I'm saying. No, so no, for sure. She tipped truck drivers are the only ones that we know got the $100,000. But then we just know she also tipped backup dancers and singers and like everyone she tipped total was $55 million. So I was trying to do the math of like, I think everyone probably did get $100,000 because she can give 550 people $100,000. She didn't have that many dancers in the grand scheme of things. So then that means people got even more than $100,000. We'll never know. That's insane. Anyways, we're not here to do math, but that was insane. I am so lucky to go back and experience it tonight. I have to take a nap if I can get myself to calm down. I need to calm down. There you go. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'll be going with Natalie and SoFi. Thank you, SoFi Stadium, for bringing me back a second time. I'm so grateful to them for recognizing my love for Taylor and saying, we want to have you back. So I love you, SoFi. Thank you so, so much. And don't go anywhere yet because right after this break, I am interviewing Owen. Owen popped by for a quick chat. Owen is the opening act tonight on the Eras Tour. He is one of Taylor's former backup dancers, most notably in Reputation Tour. He was the king of my heart in that number with her. Owen is now an amazing artist. His new single, Dark Side of the Moon, is out now, and it slaps on the coldest night. I mean, I could, I will, I sing it in front of him, which is embarrassing, but it is so good. Please go stream Owen's new song, Dark Side of the Moon, and stay tuned for a quick chat with Owen one of Taylor's former backup dancers, also the star in the Lover music video, and who's opening for her tonight. I cannot wait to see him. Owen, I'm so pumped to chat with you. How are you? I'm sure this is a whirlwind of emotions. SoFi coming up Friday night in LA. 
it's like the sickest place I think in the world to perform. I'm biased. I'm an LA girl, but where are you at right now? (laughs) Well, first off, it's, you know, it's been a journey. This is my seventh show, my seventh and last show. And I'm just like, you know, just taking it all in and trying to savor every moment, but also, you know, be grateful and, and just really take in the fact that I got to have this opportunity, you know? Your voice is incredible. We knew you were a dancer, obviously. And then we we saw you act, mm-hmm. right, in the Lover music video. But hearing you sing, it's unreal. Like, it's not like you're a dancer who's tried to sing. Like, have you always been singing your tone, your riffs? Like, Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Honestly, yeah. Like, I grew up with just in a singing family. My mom was signed to Sony a long time ago. She was in a girl group, a uh, 90s R&B girl group. So I kind of grew up singing. I grew up just always in there. Like my mom would be in the studio with me when I was a baby, you know, and in the womb, I was with her in the studio, you know, so it's always been a thing. Yeah, I've always sang, but definitely in the last, you know, five to six years have gotten like better and, you know, trained and honed it in. Dark Side of the Moon also slaps, by the way, and I'm not just saying that I've literally been listening to it on repeat. Are we going to get that on Friday? Yes. Cause I will Dark be like the moon is losing the set. it. You know, so funny, like me and my team, we were trying to figure it out. Like, cause I actually, it was a cover in there at first. And then, you know, we were like, okay, we need to like add dark side in. It turned out like, you know, we figured out where to put it in the show. Cause that was always the thing. We always had like a good arc to the show, to my set. And I was like, you know what? It should go right in the middle. So Dark Side is in the set and I'm excited to perform it at SoFi. I cannot wait. It it goes so hard. And the fact that you open with the chorus, yeah. oh my God, I'm like, song. I literally, I lose it. Like, <laughs> Owen, I'm not just gassing you up. I know every <laughs> lyric. You cross my mind. Hey, I need a hey, warm body. Yeah, it's so thank, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anyways, I'm hyped for you. I'm so glad that the night that I'm going lines up with your performance. When did you even get the call for Eras? I had saw in another interview. Did you have like an audition? Not an audition, but Taylor wanted to see like you performing. And it was a big like, what was that like? When I want something, I really go after it's the Aries in me. Very tunnel vision. So, you know, I found out that, you know, Taylor was going on tour again. You know, it was a thing like, yeah, I don't I don't dance anymore. So I was like, yo. I wonder if I can like open up for her. Like that was been like a dream of mine. Even when I was on, you know, reputation, I was, I would think about that. Like, yo, it'd be sick if I could just open up or whatever. And I reached out to her people, reached out to her team. And I was just like, yo, I really want to audition or do whatever I can. I'll send you guys whatever. And her manager was like, send me some stuff, send me, you know, videos or, you know, send me a whole bunch of stuff. So I, sent in all the TikToks and all the videos and, you know, me and my team got together and, you know, I went and I played Actually Love, which is one of my songs that is out. I actually played that in the show. We got in the studio, I played on guitar and like we did all this stuff, sent it all in. Didn't hear back at first and I was like, oh no, like she probably hated everything. And then I got a call and they were like, okay, so Taylor wants you to do the Ares tour she wants you to be one of the openers and I like kind of lost it and this was in the summer so I found out last summer that I was doing it but of course you know we had to keep it keep it tight until I actually got on stage you know you know stuff happened. <laughs> right. so 
And that was honestly like a moment that was super surreal. So I was just like, you know, nervous. But I definitely found out last summer while I was actually on the road with Little Nas because I'm, I'm his co-choreographer and on-tour choreographer. So I found out while I was on the road with him. That's so cool. And it makes this more special and sweet that it's with Taylor because you danced with her and you've built this friendship and, you know, obviously being in the Lover music video. And it's it's just special that like she believes in you. You like felt comfortable to put yourself out there and now have everything come to fruition. Absolutely. Yeah. It means the world to me, to be honest. So the first time that you met her, I have to imagine that she's obviously probably danced with a lot of people and she's worked with a lot of people and your relationship is really special. What was it like growing that, but maintaining professionalism, not wanting to overstep, being there to do your job? Like, would you say the lover music video is where you started to get closer or was she close with her dancers on tour? Because you know, this is this is a really your story is a really unique story. I think I have to say, like we we did 1989. That was the first time I actually auditioned for her with you know thousands of people, kind of like actually literally thousands, like almost a th- thousands of people, and ended up getting the job. And you know, Taylor's just the super down to earth. Like you know, she's honestly just just a cool cool chick and. You know, she, you know, we hung out, we did all the stuff and we went on like excursions and stuff. We did, you know, all the cool, cool things. She made sure everybody was comfortable, you know, but me, I I always, I like, I'm the type of person, I just do my job, you know, I try to stay clear and be respectful and, you know, just always kind of make sure that whoever I'm working for, whoever, you know, I've worked with a lot of big artists, just always make sure that they're comfortable and we have that professional kind of space. So yeah, it, it was always kind of like that. And then I got asked to do the lover video, like kind of like out of nowhere. Like I was just like, oh, cool. They were like, Taylor, want you to do this? I was like, okay. And then, you know, we got to hang out on set. It was a three-day shoot. And we were just always talking and just, you know, chilling, hanging out. And yeah, I mean. It's always kind of been kind of professional, but yeah. And then we just became kind of really close friends and the rest is, you know, history. Yeah. And I feel like, obviously, as you know, all the Swifties, you're the king of our hearts. (laughs) I'm sure that like when she was thinking of, you know, who would be the lead in that video, I mean, it made perfect sense coming off of rep. What does it mean to you to have the crossover of the Taylor fans who are now so here for Owen? Oh man, it means the world. Like I actually, I give them a shout out in the show too. Cause I'm just like, they always have been so nice to me. <laughs> I'm just like, I really appreciate that. Cause you know, it's her fans. And I mean, and you can always, I feel like you can always tell what type of person someone is by their fan base, if that makes sense, you know? And they're always, they've always been accepting and, and kind and warm and, you know, I really appreciate that. And they've welcomed me with open arms and with every transition, whether it was from dancing, whether it was from actually being king of my heart in the rep tour, like having that solo moment with her, whether it was from, you know, going to doing lover and acting and not dancing. And then now with my singing, you know, they've you know supported me across the board. So I really appreciate that. Now, with getting ready for your performance Friday, So I was a college athlete. So I have to imagine it's like game day. Like you are back there, you're getting prepped, you're in your routine. 
what are your rituals as an artist? And are any of those taken from what you saw Taylor do before her shows or the other artists you've worked with? Like, have you been developing your own pregame warm up? <laughs> Absolutely. So I have this thing. I need like sandalwood candles <laughs> to calm me down because I'm kind of not on edge in a bad way. But, you know, I'm about to perform for like 50, 60,000 people in the stadium. So it's, you know, I definitely have to kind of align myself before, you know, I definitely meditate. I have the best vocal coach. Her name is Melanie. She gives me my super good warm up before and I need that. Like, that's something that I absolutely need is my vocal warm up because I just need to feel like I can soar, you know, vocally. There's that. And then there's the prayer with my my band, my amazing band who has held me down. And then actually, you know, what's so funny? another kind of ritual. Well, not ritual, but something I do is like, you know, I, I film stuff with my content person. It's kind of just like kind of a work day. I, got, I like to keep myself busy. <laughs> right. If you think too much. <laughs> and yeah, just just keep myself yeah, there. Because this is one of the bigger, is it the biggest audience you've performed in front of when you're opening for Eras? Yes. Singing wise, yes. Did Taylor give you any words of wisdom, any sort of thing like that before joining her on that initial, on those initial legs? I mean, yeah, I think she just, she just always feel like with all the opening acts, she just trusts us so much. You know, this is a big opportunity for her too as well. So just to have us on there and has been, you know, kind of like a saving, not saving grace, but like, you know, a words, words of encouragement in itself, you know, just having us. Right. Like, yeah. Fostering that community, I think is really special. And I'm just so excited for you. I'm wishing you the best of luck. It's been an honor to chat with you. I'm sure you're going to kill it and break a leg. Thank you. Thanks, Owen. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.